Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Hello, welcome back. This is Darren Mitchell, and you're listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast on this beautiful Friday, the 11th of December, 2020. And as we round up the week, get prepared for the weekend. Hey, there's only two weeks till Santa arrives, two weeks until Christmas, and my God, the year is gone so, so quickly. So as we finish this week, hopefully this is just a short a short hit podcast today. This is a really quick message about prioritizing and prioritizing the good and prioritizing for the greater good. Now, if there's one thing that we've learned out of this year, the, the year of the pandemic, it's that uh, we're in a bit of an, what I describe as an inflection point or a tipping point, if you like, because I reckon business has fundamentally changed, whether it's, uh, well, certainly in private enterprise, maybe not so much in government, uh, but hey, people, if you're in government, maybe you've got some uh, got some reasons to dispute that. But certainly from a private enterprise point of view, the number of businesses that I've been talking with and working with this year, their, their businesses, in a lot of cases, been completely turned upside down. There's been massive, massive disruptions for a number of businesses, and for many of them, their business models have had to change, uh, and their work methods as well as part of those business models have had to change as well, because many industries, many countries have had lockdown measures in place, which has meant that workers, people in the business could not uh, congregate in the office, so they've been working from home, which is meaning that a lot of the work practices have had to be revised so that uh, business could keep ticking over. And what's been happening is people are realizing that, hey, they're pretty effective when it comes to working from home. And so the whole business environment is starting to change. And I don't know when it's going to come back. Even in Victoria here, they're talking about, uh, I think, January 11, where people in private enterprises that work in the city buildings, I think the organizations can bring back about 50% of the capacity of their pre-COVID um, workforce, if you like, to work in the office, and government's about 25%, and that might increase again in February. But what this means is I think a lot of organizations are going to work out that they don't necessarily need to have everybody in the office at one time, so there's a different way of working. And so what this has done, it, it means that more than ever, employee engagement is critical for leaders to create and sustain success over the long term. Um, we've we've had an error, and I think I've been talking to a lot of a lot of people in this this year in particular that they they've been working for organisations, and how do I say this respectfully? Uh, working for organisations where they've had leaders in those organisations who are very old school, and I would dare say what we'd call self serving leaders. Now I recorded a podcast earlier this week around the invisibility cloak and how the invisibility cloak doesn't provide any power. In fact, in order to be a great leader, we have to be more and more visible. But there are a lot of leaders still in the business world today who are self-serving. They, unfortunately, uh, create misinformation. Sometimes they outright lie. uh, And they promote divisiveness within the ranks as a way of elevating themselves. And uh, (laughs) that's just the way they operate, which doesn't create a great culture. Now, more and more employees, particularly in in the virtual space, employees are now more... Uh, I guess, attuned to independence because they've been forced to be more independent, which is meaning they're now thinking more about, okay, what what does a great organization actually mean to me? And what am I now expecting from an organization that I'm working with? And what do I therefore deserve from a cultural perspective? 
Now, what this means for, a, for an organization, certainly for leaders, is we have to adapt to that and we have to now bring a much higher level of respect and dignity and integrity in every interaction that we have. Uh, and we need effectively to be more human. Now, it's time that the values of the company, a lot of organizations have values and they sit down and they write a value statement or they'll come up with four or five values, put them on a laminated card, stick them up on the wall and there it is for everybody to see. But they don't necessarily live and breathe that every single day. Today more than ever, and as we move into 2021, it's such an important time for companies to really embrace the values that they've come up with and certainly the leaders within those organizations live and breathe those values on a daily basis and not just when it suits. Because what I've seen a lot over the last, well, certainly the last couple of years, but it seems to be more prevalent this year than ever. We've actually seen the great leaders be separated from the not so great leaders. And there's a lot of old school leaders that have found it really, really difficult to adjust to the situation, to the, to the I guess, the environment this year, where they haven't been able to look over the shoulder of their workers. So they've lost a sense of control. Uh, And hey, many of them, it just goes to show that they haven't necessarily been listening to, taking on board and therefore demonstrating the values of the organization and they wonder why their team are not engaged as as high as they could be. So we we need to be able to do this. Now, from a a humanistic point of view, it's it's now time for us as leaders to really focus on what is is the good. What is the good we want to bring to the table? What is the greater good we're, we're wanting to create so that we become more attractive to potential employees, but also start to be more attractive to employees that we still have today, especially when they're not necessarily going to be coming back into the office. So we have to look at different ways to engage them, and we have to bring more and more levels of integrity and respect every interaction that we have, particularly if they're going to continue to be working from home. So one of the one of the key values, I think, that uh, we could be thinking about as, as leaders, now, irrespective of whether your company is embracing this or not, but think about this as a, as a virtue or a value, if you like. What if we became people of value, right? And who our focus was to value people and we would seek in every interaction to add value to people. Now, if you just had that as a mantra, what would happen to your ability to engage with your team? And what would happen to your level of discretionary effort that you bring to the table? But also potentially what level of discretionary effort would your team bring to the table if your focus was on being a person of value who adds value to others. Now, this is all about servant leadership. And I've talked about servant leadership a lot, but it's something that I think is missing. And there's an opportunity right now for a lot of organizations to reset, recalibrate, and then reload into the new financial year or the new calendar year for many people and think about how we can actually do things differently, but for the greater good. Now, think about this. Employees, uh, they want to be part of an organization that cares. Now, more and more, their, their, I guess, their decision-making process about when to and which type of organization to join is going to be determined or at least influenced a lot by what does that organization stand for? Do they demonstrate integrity? Do they genuinely care? When the chips are down, do they they actually step forward and help without actually being asked? Are they active in their community? Do they support certain charities? Do they do work outside of their normal business practice to promote uh, certain causes? Do they promote equality and, and things like that? Because people are more and more selective now. And even though people might turn around and say, oh, there's, there's so many people unemployed right now because of the COVID pandemic, I, I reckon there's a lot, a lot more organizations that are going to have to fight for high quality people because people are going to be more, uh, more strict, if you like, in terms of what they're looking for 
when they join an organization. So if we as leaders want to be able to attract and retain talent and in the process deliver sustainable results, then we have to be able to be in a position where not only are we creating a really strong culture, we've got to put some process in place in order for us to maintain that strong culture that makes sure it's engaging and a culture that what we say is actually matched by what we do. Now, still today, there are too many leaders that, and particularly I see this in sales, and I'm going to record a podcast next week about this, but there's too many leaders in sales that are still stuck in old school thinking. They're thinking, maybe they're still thinking back in the 90s or in the early 2000s, but many of them, even as as recent as two or three years ago, things have changed, and therefore the way that we need to lead has changed as well. You know, it's, it's almost like people are thinking, well, we've got to get these guys back to the office. We've got to sell more. We've got to do whatever it takes. We've just got to sell, 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 and hit our target, hit our target, hit our target. Uh, this is not going to necessarily win in today's environment, so we need to actually adjust. The modern leader today uh, needs to adapt, must adapt, and must become a lot more flexible and potentially be in a position where, hey, understand that your entire sales team, for example, may not ever get back to being physically in the same location at the same time. It may well be that you're going to have some people who just prefer to work from home because it's more efficient, more effective for them. They get more uh, productivity, but also it saves costs for the organization in terms of fixed costs around real estate and all the associated costs uh, associated with employees. So think about this. We've got, to, we've got to really adapt to a new environment and think about different ways of doing things. Uh, we need to also become more human and work harder at creating that environment that is going to be focused on doing what's right for the greater good not just what's right for ourselves. And I think 2021 presents a phenomenal opportunity for a number of leaders who are prepared to really look at what's happened this year, take the good out of it, take some of the lessons out of it, and really pivot their leadership to the point where they can enter 2021 with a springboard that has more flexibility, is focusing on greater good, is being a person of value, who is adding value to others because they see value in others and just watch those leaders in terms of their performance and therefore the companies they work for just watch what happens in terms of their performance compared to their competition. So that's the message for today. Focus on what environment are you creating? Are you creating an environment where you're focused on uh, the good of the people, serving the people, creating the greater good? Or are you still stuck in, let's say, uh, 1990s thinking where you just want people to come back to the office so you can uh, control them get them to uh, go through the numbers and do whatever it takes to get the number. Because if that's the case, then uh, unfortunately, your uh, your effectiveness as a leader will be very, very short-lived. So if I can help you at all, I'd love to jump on a call with you and talk about how I might be able to help you take your sales leadership to the exceptional sales leader level. Simply go to leadwithdarren.com and uh, pick a time. We'll certainly look forward to having a conversation with you there. So trust You've had a phenomenal week in sales. Looking forward to a restful weekend so you can reload and re-energize, ready for another launch into another big week of sales because there's only two weeks until Christmas. So I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode on Monday of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.